G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You might have caught the news this week, a huge development on what for some years now has been one of those major issues that has caused there to be all sorts of animosity and anxiety in a community because of a fight over religious freedom to do with cake shops the baking of a wedding cake. And you might recall there has been a lot of discussion over the years now about a cake shop in the United States that refused to bake a wedding cake for a homosexual couple on the grounds that because of their religious conviction, they didn't feel comfortable to do so. Well, you might have caught the significant news this week. There was a landmark decision that was handed down in the Supreme Court in the United States that ruled in favour of the cake shop owner. Well, let's talk through some of those issues today. Bill Muhlenberg joining us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Uh, Bill, it is a significant win for religious freedom in the United States. We'll get to an Australian context shortly, but uh, this has been one of those big issues, a whole arguments have been formed around the whole LGBTQ homosexual marriage debate based upon this idea of making a wedding cake. Well, it's all been part of the much bigger issue, uh, as we've been saying for years and years. Uh, This is not just about uh, who might have a right to marry, if there is such a thing, for uh, two people of the same sex to have a right to something like that. But it's much bigger. It's really about uh, the activists trying to shut down uh, Christians especially and their conscientious convictions as to what they can and cannot do. In other words, it is about religious freedom and the much broader debate about what can be allowed in a democracy. So uh, that's what this cake thing is about. It has nothing to do with denying uh, people service. Uh, The simple truth is the Colorado cake maker who's a devout Christian, uh, you know, has served plenty of homosexuals, had this homosexual couple who came into his shop, simply wanted a wedding cake, they could have bought any, and Jack Phillips would have happily served them, uh, sold them a cake. But of course, this was a setup job, as it so often was, they deliberately targeted him, knowing of his personal convictions. And so they asked for a a customized cake, one that was specifically about their same-sex wedding. So that is something Jack said, look, I, you know, sorry, I I can sell you a regular cake, but in conscience I feel I would be endorsing and promoting something I, I find to be wrong, and so I can't do it. A couple could have gone to any other cake shop. You know, there'd be plenty around within walking distance, but they chose to make a stink out of Jack Phillips, turn it into a big court case, and that it has been for over five years. So it was a very big win indeed at the Supreme Court by a 7-2 to margin actually side with Jack Phillips. 
Bill, because we are on the cusp now of our own government reviewing changes to religious freedom, dealing with all sorts of issues to do with anti-discrimination and how religious organisations are working alongside people who are in an LGBTQ community and how all sorts of commercial transactions might unfold. What does this decision from the United States mean for us in Australia? Does it mean anything? What are your thoughts on on how people will be looking at that decision and saying, how is that going to work under any new Australian laws? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, often what does happen in America tends to, uh, you know, pave the way for what happens elsewhere, including Australia. They often lead for better or worse on a whole lot of areas, you know, so they do this uh, legalization or that. Uh, other countries can often follow suit. So, you know, it'll have some impact, perhaps. Uh, but people are uh, rightly calling this U.S. case a narrow case, not in terms of numbers. Seven to two was a good win, but narrow in the sense of its focus. It was really just on the Colorado cake maker. It was not looking at all the big, broad issues of you know religious freedom, discrimination laws, homosexual rights, and so on. So even uh, Justice Kennedy said other future rulings might go in the opposite direction. So it's uh, even in America, there may be some limits as to how far this uh, case can be taken, certainly as a president. But um, uh, still great news, certainly good news for Jack. Um, uh, Imagine how terrible it would have been had the court decided against him. So it's good news, but it's just... As we so often say, it's just one of a number of battles. The war is far from over. This is going to keep going on and on and on in America, just like it'll keep going on here in Australia. And we can expect to see plenty more court cases along the way. Is it fair enough to say, Bill, that in America they would make a decision about this sort of court engagement over a discrimination-type action, deal with it somewhat differently to what we might do in Australia because of this idea of a Bill of Rights and what we'd call the First Amendment in America, Mm. which really guarantees a religious freedom, whereas we don't have that in Australia? Yeah, look, that would be part of the the story. Uh, Mind you, having the First Amendment isn't always, of course, a guarantee of religious freedom. We've seen it violated plenty of times in America or misused and abused uh, and misunderstood, certainly. So um, the main intent of that amendment was that government should not uh, proclaim any one denomination to be some official state church. So that was the main uh, rationale for that long ago when it was first developed. Of course, now many of the secular left try to pretend this means that religion should have no role whatsoever in anything having to do with government, which is completely the furthest uh, thoughts that the uh, founding fathers would have had in mind. They presumed the American experiment in democracy and a Republican form of government could only uh, exist and survive with a religious background, with God in the forefront, with morality being part of it. So they never imagined for a moment that we could somehow squeeze religion out of the public life and have a successful form of government. 
So, yeah, it's uh, certainly an American thing, which we don't quite have here. But, uh, you know, we still have other broader things to go to, uh, whether we look at, you know, other English law tradition and so on. Uh, we can still look to the importance of various kinds of freedoms, including religious freedom. And as you say, this is not the end of the story in the U.S., and as it won't be an end to a story here in Australia, as these things start to potentially heat up this year because there was no real precedent set in this particular decision that they've made in the Supreme Court in the United States. Uh, there are all sorts of other scenarios that may go in the opposite direction. Yeah, well, that's just it. Uh, I mean, that's why a lot of us were actually surprised at the outcome. Uh, you know, the the case originally goes back to 2006 when the homosexual couple caused this fight in the first place. And then the court stirred the meat on it uh, late last year, so it's taken all this time to come with the decision. But to have seven of the nine judges run with Jack Phillips, including a few liberals, including... Well, Justice Kennedy, who was the main big shot behind, uh, you know, three years ago, having the uh, legalizing homosexual marriage in America. So that was a surprise. So uh, we could say God works in funny ways, and certainly a lot of people were praying over this case. But as you say, it won't be the last case. Uh, the other side certainly won't take this lying down. They're already working overtime to... Uh, undo all this and there's plenty of other similar cases that can still be heard in various courts so yep it's uh, it's not going away <laughs> we can't go back to sleep we can't all relax especially if you're american uh eternal vigilance is always the price of liberty both here and overseas and uh the other side as i say never eats never sleeps it's always on the prowl seeking to do its worst so we ever have to be aware, awake, and be willing to engage in these various battles on all kinds of levels. Got to pray like mad, but contact politicians, get involved in political issues, legal issues. It never ends. Bill, there's always a certain form of reluctance that I note amongst Christians to engage in a battle. We're not necessarily wanting to be battle-hardened, but there is a time coming, Bill, when somehow or other we're going to have to say there is a battle that needs to be fought, and engaging that in that battle is going to be one of the most important things we do. What's your advice for people who are thinking about how they might be hoping the problem goes away, but this is a time to engage? Well, tell them they're dreaming, as I think a famous line goes from a famous Australian movie, um, I mean, you know, I've been saying this for decades now. We are in a war, whether we like it or not. We are in the midst of all these hardcore battles. The other side is never going to stop. It's never going to lay down its arms. Uh, problem is, too many Christians think, oh, well, I, I signed a petition once a few months ago, so I've done my bit. Um, no, and stuff as important as the God's institution of marriage and family. We all have to be involved. We have to be engaged. You know, it can take a million different forms, holding seminars at your church or writing letters to newspapers, contacting politicians, but there's so much that has to be done. And sadly, as you say, so many Christians just want to sit this one out as if they even have the luxury that they can just sit on the fence. Well, 
sorry, it doesn't work that way. Uh, the other side isn't doing that, and that's why they keep winning so often, because we've gone to sleep, or we don't care, or we think, oh, well, it's not a Christian thing, it's not a spiritual thing, so why bother? Well, it is. <laughs> you know, we're called to be salt and light. We're called to make a difference. We're called to have the Lordship of Christ extend to every area of life, and that would include social, legal, political arenas. That would include standing up for vital social goods like marriage and family. So uh, Christians need to be uh, jolted out of their apathy and their indifference and, uh, you know, realize that to be a good Christian actually means being involved to some extent in some of these key issues. Well, I'll point people to some of your latest articles, and there might be more to come when it comes to this issue of the cake baker, and one that you've called a massive win for religious freedom, and then you've softened that in your next article called More on Phillips, SCOTUS and Religious Freedom. And I'll point people to BillMuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch. Bill Muhlenberg, always valuable insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Always a joy to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.